stay conservative, run the ball here on third down. Here's Richardson, he takes it in for his first NFL touchdown. And Pittman takes it inside the 20, the 10, towards the end zone, touchdown! On second and 28, the Colts capitalize Richardson to Pittman, 39 yards. Good evening, everybody. I apologize. We're a little bit late. I uh, apologize, ZTV. It's our first episode with ZTV, and uh, we were a little bit late here. Uh, it was my fault working on something, and I couldn't get it to work, and I'm a little frustrated. So, my bad. Hope everybody's doing good tonight. Welcome, welcome. What's up, everybody? <sighs> All right, man. So, like I said, it's our first episode with ZTV, so if you haven't heard of them, uh, they are based out of Cincinnati. Last week we talked a little bit about it, and we decided after the show that it was going to be a go. So now we are the official Colts show for Indie TV out of ZTV. Hell it's pretty yeah. cool. It's a pretty cool deal. So if you follow us, follow them. If you're new uh, and you're watching us right now, make sure you bring in your comments because that's one of the biggest things that we like to do is talk to you all in the comments. Speaking of comments, where the hell is Chad? <laughs> He's late too. Yeah. It must be Best one of those Saturdays, man. Must be one of those Saturdays. He saw that we weren't in, so he said, I'm going to set this one up, boys. All right, I give up. He didn't give even up. leave his usual message that he does on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, he usually leaves one like 30 minutes before. Yeah. We're, we're hurt, Chad. We're hurt. Come on, Chad. <laughs> Disappointed. What are, you, what are you drinking there, Trev? Just a little rum and soda, something light. Something light. All right. Drowning All away right. my sorrows of uh, last week's highway robbery. Uh, yeah. What's uh, up to our guy Joey popping in the comments first here and girl Christina? Hey, how you doing tonight? Man, welcome to the show, folks. You know, I still can't believe that we lost that game last week just because I feel like we had that thing in the bag. Yeah. But I don't want to I don't want to completely blame the refs because if you go back and you watch the tape, man, I feel like we could have put that game away so many times and it was so I think that was why it was so frustrating for me because it was like first quarter I felt like we were putting it away we were going to run away with it then second quarter felt like we were going to do the same letting them back in well Miles Garrett happened that was the Miles Garrett effect and then the third quarter I was like oh yeah we started stealing momentum again and then Miles Garrett happened and then fourth fourth quarter oh yeah here we go 38 30 this is it (laughs) you know like and still and it's, it's one of those things, too, where it's like people talk about it shouldn't be in the hands of the refs because you should do something earlier in the game to separate yourself from that one play that the refs can call, which yeah. I understand. Like, we could have done that, but right. at the end of the day, like, you're in the NFL, like, everybody's good. It's going to be a one-possession game at some point or in some game, and in that in that situation, you want the refs to be able to make well, the right call. Right, like, and here's, that's not what happened. And here's, and here's my issue with that call, and this is the reason why that I think that call – should be the re- you know considered the reason we lost because of the strip sack. Yeah, it was it was a, it was a call that negated a strip sack, which did game ender. That would have been a game ender. Yeah, it's not it's not like it was a incomplete pass, and then a bad call. It's it was a turnover. A, it was a turnover. It was a yeah. strip sack. Bad call. Game Could should not have been be a over. bigger moment. Yeah. We should have been coming out to kneel kneel it right there. And it's one of those things too, man, where like hand fighting happens every play, holding happens every play. And it's like, if you're, if you're not going to call it all game, but then call it in the most consequential moment of the game, that's where people are like, 
hey, what's going on here? Like, this guy's got a parlay on the game or something, right? Like, that's where you have to question. Especially when it's that questionable of a call. Yeah. I mean, they they barely even touched each other. Yeah. If anything, like, Cooper initiated the the hand fighting, and then it just went haywire from there. But you hate to see it. Turnovers. That's what killed Indianapolis. I agree. Yeah, I was thinking thinking the same thing, Zach. Like, had Indy – I mean – I, I read a, a comment where someone was like, well, if Bernie didn't give up that strip sack, maybe. True. But, like, that's Minshew's Achilles heel so far. Bro is sloppy with the ball. I don't care about the picks. Picks happen. But, like, anytime he gets hit, I feel like, oh. It's coming uh, loose. It's coming loose. High and tight. I mean, had Indy not had the turnovers, in my doubt, we would have won that game. We could have put that game early. Blow and Blowout. And then you can't stop a freak like Miles Garrett. All right, Miles Garrett was playing in a, a LT level type stuff, Lawrence Taylor yeah. type level, to jump mm-hmm. over an offensive line and block a field goal just for shits and giggles. Hey, you know the you, funny just thing about you that? Can, like that's that's crazy. Go ahead. DeMarco. You know the funny thing about that is somebody tried to sit there and say, "Oh, Jim Schwartz is so good. He did X Y Z. Blah 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 blah." I'm like, bro. How many defensive coordinators is calling their defensive end to jump over an offensive line? Like, right. this sounds ridiculous. Let's just right. be real that you had Miles Garrett. You had an alien over there. And if we would have had our alien, maybe things would have been a little bit different. I mean. I sit here and try and call one guy for that. Uh, I did want to say shout out to Kevin. Uh, just seeing you in the comments. Good evening to you as well. Don't know if you're new, but I haven't seen your name before. So, shout out to you for being here. And uh, what's up, Terry? Um, but, yeah, I just thought that was kind of funny. That they were like, shout out to Jim Swartz for calling X, Y, and Z. And I'm like, bro, Miles Garrett jumped over yeah. that line. Like, you, you don't carve have to your defense up. Exactly. Yeah, we had Schwartz dotted up. Yeah. That's the exactly. number one defense in football. And we put 39 on their head. Yeah. I, I, do also, on their head. I do also want to say shout out to Swartz for that because uh, one of the Browns reporters asked him. Um, what what uh, what went wrong going against Indianapolis and their offense going crazy? He said everything, yeah. everything. We couldn't Homie, stop yeah. the pass. We couldn't stop the run. Like they killed us. So I can shout put, out to him for actually addressing that. But uh, some people I mean, just they just report whatever. I guess. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Colts played well enough, well enough to win the game, man. It's one of those things where obviously the turnovers kill us. We talk about it every week. Can't turn the ball over to win football games. I understand that, and then. In the most consequential moment of the game, we get two of the worst calls I've seen all season, if not ever. Uh, and I mean, that's just that's the nail in the coffin. So it is what it is. You could say we got screwed. Me. I think we got screwed, but pick at me. the end of the day, pick me, pick me, pick me. Ahead, pick me. Uh, I only <laughs> think ahead, one of those calls is a bad call. And I'll say that, like, you know, where you make contact, I get it. Where Cooper initiated the contact and Baker pushed back. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. I'll give you that. You know, when in doubt, you lean the, the offense to the receiver's way. That's fine. But the uncatchable, that ball was nine feet in the 11 stands. and a half inches high. And you're going <laughs> literally to into the stands. Right. One of the fans got a game ball. Right. He gave, that's a souvenir ball. Like you yeah. take that home to grandma and be like, look, grandma, this is what I got at the game. That's like you're going to throw a flag on that. Yeah. That's, that's trash. What's up, Tristan? What's up, Tristan? Um, what's up, Terry? Um, yeah, I, I also just wanted to say I, I I personally believe both calls were wrong. 
And the NFL Agreed. even admitted to him. And me personally, in my opinion, I don't think I think both of them were bad calls. Um, and just the fact that the NFL came out and admitted it is just another yeah. one of those things. But I it's, also do at the same point, I agree with Zach to the point where turnovers has have been my keys to the game each and every week. Uh week this season. Yeah. And um when we haven't turned it over, we're three and oh, and when we've lost our turnover battle, we're oh and four. So um, <laughs> very clear it's just, cut. It's just, it's just been straight to that point. We just don't have the uh, the talent right now at X position. I'm just going to say quarterback. Yes, Gardner Minshew is a good one. He's efficient for us, um, but we don't have the, the we don't have the extra type of abilities um, to just boom and make yeah. plays like the Josh Down play that we had or the Michael Pittman play. We normally don't get those. So if we continuously get those, then may hey maybe we might have a little bit bigger margin for error. Also, we need our defense to start coming through in the last two minutes of uh, halftime and fourth quarters yeah. to to start making some stops to give us some of that room as well. Um, so. It just goes back to what Zach said. Turnovers is just got to be something that we got to get down and fix. That the, the backpedaling with Minshew, that, that's one of the ones that that's the, the one that I hate the most. He's done it against Baltimore three times. He's done right. it against the uh, Browns once. It, it's just I can't the put one of those. He's holding the ball in the defensive end. Like that's the worst position you have to be in to be backpedaling, looking this way because the defender's coming right to you and they're just gonna slap the ball out whether you have two hands on it or not. That that's just the one that just pisses me off, and every time I see him doing the backpedal, it just kills me. I so. can't put one of those turnovers on Minshew. I'm gonna put one on Shane for that play call down at the end zone, down at the goal line. You're running a play action pass. <laughs> okay, but I feel but like on. He, I felt like he set up Minshew for failure because you go, you know, the defense has got their their ears pinned back. They're gonna pass rush. They're going to come at you. And what are you doing running play action, Shane? You're getting greedy. And I'm all for, I'm all for, you know, wanting a big play to get out of your own end zone. But in that situation, in my opinion, it would have been safer to run the ball or throw something quick instead of a play action pass. I mean, especially with how JT was playing too. Uh, here's, here's the issue. Here's my issue with everything that's being said. It goes back to the back pedal. You can see when Gardner knows there's a blitz coming. Because he doesn't, he doesn't yep. even try to get his footwork properly. He, right? he instantly backpedals yep. from the snap of the ball. And when you backpedal, where are you going to go? Every time he backpedals, I know he's about to get sacked. It happens yep. every single time. Hey, real quick, boys, got an uh, update here. Michael Thomas has reported an, uh, an illness, and he is now questionable for tomorrow's game versus the Colts. Surprise, surprise. Michael Thomas is questionable. So, Receiver so, for so the Alave, Saints. So Alave is going to get 150 yards. Bro, he got arrested. Is he even hey. eligible to play? Yeah, oh, yeah. I guess so. He shouldn't be facing he's anything. Not, he's, if he's he, not yeah. in prison. <laughs> yeah, he's, nah, he's it's, just, it's, just a, it's just a fat-ass ticket is all that is. Hey, Fair enough. enough. Fair enough. All right. <laughs> I didn't know. Yeah, he'll face that consequence. I mean, they might institute something like they did with Kamara down the line. Hey, where he gets get your questions, in, guys. Games, We're gonna start answering them here soon. Get hey, your hold questions. Hold on, hold on. I do, I do want to, I do want to, I do want to say something about what Zach's mom just said. I think that's Zach's mom. He's no, his dad. dad. His dad. My pops. So, uh, dad. It's funny. This is why I hate when everybody's like, "Oh, Minshew needs to throw for three hundred yards." He loses every time. Yeah, so far, throw, so far. Throw for throw for your 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 measly little hundred fifty yards. That means we're winning the game. Yeah. Just give me one fifty. No, no, not one fifty. Not one. We want that two thirty two. Two thirty two. Uh, two thirty two. Give me that one. Give that one seventy five. I'll, I'll meet you. As long as, long as it ends in zero turnovers, I don't really yeah. care. Just just handle the ball and and 
give it to the running back and we'll probably be all right. Everybody, so Trev, Trev made the biggest point. Hey, shout out to everybody that's viewing right now. We got 31 viewers. I appreciate all y'all. Appreciate that. Uh, I think that might be the biggest that I've seen um, since we started going. So appreciate all of y'all. Um, but yeah, Trev, Trev nailed it on the head. Just don't turn over the ball. Um, but real quick, want us to jump in here to some of you guys. I see some of you guys back. Nathan, uh, I mean, you had a little back and forth last week. But, yeah, it's good to see JT back. Like I said, they split the carries, and he's still going crazy. Uh, he fumbled Tristan too is much saying that he, he's fumbled. Talking about Gardner. Uh, uh, Gardner fumbled too much. Yeah, that's, that's yeah like I said, I, I do not like the backpedal because, like I said, it's the worst position you can be in as a quarterback. And, and then to Zach's point about putting it on Shane – I would like to say I could put it on just Shane, that play when, call, just that yeah, one play. No, call. no, no. I, I, I totally get you. And if we split it up, if we split it up and did like a percentage, I'm gonna do 60, 40 and right. give 40% of the blame to Shane for calling that on the, right. the yeah. goal line. And then 60% to miss you because for one, you're a veteran quarterback. What yeah. do you need to know on the goal line? Get the ball out quick. So yeah, you want to try and take a shot as a play caller, but I'm expecting my quarterback to know like, Hey, you, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta clock. You got a well, two yeah. second clock. Get rid of the ball. And two, if he gets to the line and he sees those ears pinned back, he knows what's coming. Like check call it audible, man. You're, yeah, yeah you're the check out of it. I don't I don't understand why he's you got not. a workhorse back there, JT and Zach. Almost exactly. every, like I no, said, no, no, almost no. every almost every sack he takes and he fumbles it, he knows it's coming. Yeah, exactly. And he, and he freaks Ex- out. Exactly. And so that's my thing where it's like um, so that's my thing. Like you gotta he he has to know to get the ball out quick and just because you're responsible for the ball regardless of what goes on. We all see it as fans. We see what happens when a quarterback make a mistake. Hell, a quarterback can have 400 yards and five touchdowns and they lose the game. People are gonna be like, Oh, your quarterback sucks. Yeah, like you're gonna be responsible for it at the end of the day. So right. just just be ready for the ball. Um but I still want to say. I'm going to say this, which a lot of people are probably panicking about Minshew because of the fumbles, right? No. He fumbled what? Hold on. He fumbled what? Like three times? Four three times. times in the, four times in the last two weeks. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But he's also accounted for about seven of our touchdowns. Yeah. He's Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Yeah. Hyde. I mean, no. I wouldn't, yeah, call him, no I'm, I wouldn't call him that. I mean, this is like, we got to remember that this is the most this guy has been seen since his 115 season. Yeah. Right. So and he wasn't inconsistent. Exactly. So we just need to know, like, he's like a Jimmy G to where he's going to try and make the correct play each and every time. But when you have to depend up on a Gardner Minshew to be your guy, you're yeah, he, going he, to see mistakes happen. That's just it's just how football you, goes. You can't so, ask him to be Superman. You can't right, ask him and, to play exactly. hero ball. And, th- and, this is, and this, is a, this is a huge point that I wanted to make is that looking at the Jacksonville game and then looking at the Cleveland game, I want to say I loved how we were able to actually – Respond. Fix. Well, yeah, how we fixed our issues, especially running against the bear. I remember Tre- Trev was in the group chat, and I said it straight to him. First, first play from scrimmage for line up so five man front. It wasn't. It wasn't of the game because we started on defense. It was the first play of our offense, our first offensive series, and bear front, and we gained six yards off of it. Yeah, six yards. I look. I said to Trev, I said, "Hey, bear front, first time, six yards. I'll take it." <laughs> And then they only did it maybe four or five more times after that because we were gaining yards on them. So to me, Shane finally learned how to run the ball against that five-man front. So now teams can't just get into it and run it against us. The biggest thing there is Shane ain't Frank. I know. Right. Thank God. Um, Let's get to some real quick. Yeah, I was just about to say, uh, Terry is saying here, any clue if the Colts are going to – 
pick up anyone before no the trade deadline. Zach, I know you read this one first, so you want to go ahead and uh, comment on that one first? Um, Any clue? Any insight? No. Do I, I think they should? Absolutely. Um, maybe one day we'll have insiders. We'll be able to break that, break it off. But um, all right. Well, while um, we're on this conversation, before we move so. on to other comments, who would you like to pursue, Zach? Um, I want Jerry Judy. I think he's okay. wasting away in Denver. Yeah, me either. Um, <laughs> I, I, get I do. It. I, I do. Want no, 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 no. So I was just I about to say. I was just about to I say. Can't hey, take, I, I can't I, take Demarco's guy because Demarco was on him before I was. So like been, yo Jerry Jerry Judy before he got drafted. Jerry Judy is the the Bronco I want to want to see taken offensively because I think you know he's being used improperly in Denver. Yeah, so a new report came out that all Broncos are available. So I'm going to let Matt take over on this one cuz I know he's been scratching at the bit for a while on this guy. So uh yeah, I'd be fine with Jerry Judy, but go ahead Matt. So Jerry Judy I see Terry I see Tristan here said in the comments also that Terry I think Jerry Judy is heating up. Uh, I actually think that's the opposite. I think that uh, Stephen Holder reported recently that Broncos actually reached out to us about Jerry Judy, and it wasn't the other way around. So those were all rumors that we were reaching out to them, which we may have reached out to them. Uh, But like uh, DeMarco said, everyone in Denver is up for sale right now. Uh, They're all on the trade block, everybody, which includes Patrick Sertain. If there's any position that this team needs right now, corner it is a corner because we have two wide receivers right now that are just going off with mpj and everybody wanted to be upset about his comments about you know not being targeted that man still had 75 something yards and a touchdown last week on like one is on one is on pace for a thousand yards and the other is on pace for close to a thousand about like about 900 yeah so we're good with that alec pierce can keep being his uh compliment or complimentary guy over there let and him we'll keep just, catching every first down. Every yeah, pass he and, catches is a first we'll, down. And we'll just keep we'll keep using Josh Downs and MPJ. Brandon Stokely. Um, but no, Patrick Sertain, man. I think if we get Patrick Sertain, that changes the whole thing on our defense. Yeah. I mean, right now our our corners. That's are That's a championship thin. move. Like doing yeah. that is a championship building move. Yeah, so uh, I'm also in that same boat. Uh, Matt's been pretty high on him, like he said. Since he got drafted, um, this has been a new thing for me uh, as for the fact that we've literally lost every corner that we've started with. We, we've literally lost three corners if you go back to last March. So um, it's one of those things where I, I would be uh, a hell of a fan to go in there and want to be with uh, uh, to get past Sertain, um, but it probably would likely cost two firsts and a player. Yeah. So that's the tough part about going to trade for a guy like that. So like Zach said, Jerry, Judy, Terry McLaurin, some of those guys, I know Chase Young is out there on the market. So I would say me personally, anything that would uh, improve this team, hell, even a right guard or a defensive tackle, that's a run stuffer, um, I think helps this team. So um, if I had to go to the highest point, it'd be receiver or corner though. What about um, you, Trev? Yeah, I agree. I mean, Trev didn't give his. Yeah, first, I, I don't think we do make a move. I think traditionally we, we're kind of a wait-and-see team, maybe a little bit too much even. Yeah. Uh, so I don't see us making a midseason trade. But if we do, obviously Pat Sertain is a dream, but probably a pipe dream. I, I don't know if That's that happens. That's a pipe dream either. for sure. That's yeah, like me so, being Super Mario going boop, boop, boop. Yeah. <laughs> so so if we did, I, I would 100%. I, I agree with what DeMarco was just saying. Probably like a veteran DT, something like that, to try to fill up that, uh, provide some depth there. But As long as we should, right, now, we still going to keep moves. competing on the season. Yeah. Got to be, got to be the move. Uh, Rod was saying uh, Colts need to run the ball. 
I think um, I think if we keep that split that we had on Sunday, which was 40 rushes to about 23 passes, that's where that's where the Colts want to be. You we will win a lot of football games playing the way we played on Sunday as long as we don't turn over the ball three plus times. The Colts are actually five and 55 since about 1982 or 87. Can't remember the exact year. So five and 55 when they turn over the ball four plus times. So that's just not our recipe. All right. So Daniel um, says I'm one of 31. What are your keys to victory from a defensive perspective? Uh, I'm say, this one. I was just about to say that Daniel, if you want to stick around, I think we might want to save this for the second hour when we get into the saints. Um, but I'll give you a little bit of keys. I think that we need to um, do more pretty much every week that it seems like it's still happening. So um, I would say number one, I think we all would agree on this. It's going to be Gus Bradley. He has to get back to what he did against Baltimore, mixing up coverages, sending blitzes versus quarterbacks that he should, um, mixing up the fronts, being more multiple and showing different things. If you want to stick to your base cover two, cover three, whatever, do your thing, bro. But in that front seven, let's mix it up. Let's move some people around. Let's make fronts look different. Let's get let's confuse some people. Um, number two would be to um, what was it? Uh, fix this miscommunication issue. It seems like every week we have a miscommunication on the back end, and I want to say I understand it. Like we keep losing a cornerback or a safety each and every week. This is the NFL, bro. Get it together. Guys shouldn't be confused every week. Yeah. Um, number three. Stop giving up big plays in the fucking passing game when the game is on the line. Half uh, Halftime, fourth quarter, stop giving up the big play. Those would be I'm going to say – I'll say this. My, my main key is putting the ball in Derek Carr's hands. Let him. Let him. He kills us, man. No, put the, put the game in his hand because he'll lose it. Have you watched he, him he, at all this year? He killed he, us he, with the Raiders. He is not killing us with the Saints. No, no, no. He ain't got Hunter Renfro no more. He he may have killed us with the Raiders, but we usually still won those games. He just put up a lot of points, and they were they were shootouts. Well, not even yeah. points, just yards. A lot of yards. Yeah. I think so, I want to say what? Yeah, the max. Look, look. I want to say the max the Raider between the Raiders and Colts, I want to say on any given game, I think was the – the 34 we had on them in like 2019 in Vegas. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. yeah. All right, Joshua here says, do you think Shaq is slowly getting back to himself? Last two games he has been way better, by the way. Love the show. Look forward to it every week. Uh, hey, appreciate I, you, I, Joshua, first you, of all. Appreciate you. I do want to say, yeah, I've seen Shaq get better. I think it was against Jacksonville. I think I first said something to DeMarco where I was like, I think we're getting like, Shaq back. Yeah. Yeah. Last game. That man was all over the place. And then last week, again, all over the place. And he's starting right. to feel his confidence. He's starting to yap more. Yeah. He's not so quiet. You can hear him. Come on, man. Yeah, Let's talking go. shit. You can hear him. And it's you're great. hearing his name called too. Like he's actually yeah. making plays again. So, th- so those first getting, couple of weeks he was hey, quiet Darius, out there. Darius is, is sneaking through. All right. Darius is sneaking through. Oh, yes, sir. Can't wait to see him keep building on what he does. Um, and then, uh, real quick, one more from Daniel. He said, if Jimmy, if Garner is Jimmy G, that means our, our guys are, that means guys are in our strong system. If you're referring to Jimmy G from San Fran, let's go. Uh, so yeah, that's pretty much exactly what I mean. Um, the Jimmy G from SF, uh, just because of the fact that he's going to be a game manager. All you want him to do is be a peer point guard and get the ball to playmakers each and every down. You don't want to have him try him have him try and be a playmaker, um, but 
you don't want to simplify this offense. So this goes back to what happened to us versus Jacksonville that Matt had brought up, and then we changed it back versus the Browns. So if you guys notice, versus the um, versus the Jacksonville Jaguars, we kind of just made Minshew a pocket passer, didn't really use any RPOs, didn't move Minshew around much at all. Matt didn't like that at all. He made a comment on it on the show last weekend, and then boom, we come out against the Browns, and Minshew has two rushing TDs, and he was looking like a looking like um, ah, God damn it, I, forget, I just forgot his name. Uh, what's his name from the replacements? That Keanu Reeves was oh, playing. Yeah. Uh, he started Falco. started yeah started looking like Fal- Shane Falco, uh, making people miss and stuff. So um, so yeah, that that's that's just one of those things. I don't want to say exactly like Jimmy G because I think. Uh, Gardner Minshew's a good guy. I mean, Jimmy G's not even bad, but I, I just mean to say, like, he's pretty much just going to be the distributor. Just get the ball to guys and let them work. Listen, the reason I wanted I wanted him to start using his legs was because it opens up the run game for you. So the moment he started running for touchdowns, and they weren't just, like, two-yard touchdowns. Like, he had, like, what, a 12-yard, 13-yard touchdown? 17-yard um, touchdown. Yeah, it's one of those things where now you have to respect it because it's it, – he might start keeping it. And if he starts keeping it, you got to be, you know, weary of that. And that's what I wanted. I didn't want him to be rushing for 50, 60 yards a game, but every once in a while you got to take it off the edge so that the defense respects it. And it worked. Absolutely. Take you all practice this week to be ready for Over over under two touchdowns for Minshew tomorrow. I'm going to say under uh, just because I think that secondary is very good. I think he gets one, but we'll probably look to – run it in the end zone more once we get down to that red zone as opposed to passing it. So I'll probably take one touchdown. That Saint front line is soft. So I fully expect that run game to uh, hopefully beast and feast, man. This is a physical tone setting game, in my opinion. You what? just run away from. Not you, Zach. Go ahead. Keep going. I mean, Chris Lundy likes to talk a lot of junk, but. Um, oh, no, bro. no. I was talking about Christina. I thought Gardner Minshew was uh, your boy. Now he a turnover machine. Hey, Chris Chris talking Lundy. on the junk, man. Hey, 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 Matt, you got that Homer Simpson? I mean, we don't. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> we don't. We don't show up and talk junk in podcasts because, like, I mean, that's just not what we do. Yeah, but one like, of those. Hey, we we all we can. We, we can owe y'all have it. We owe y'all some get back. Ain't are showing up to Indy. We gonna run all over y'all. Like it's happening. Chris says hey, in the comments, uh, did y'all practice this week to be ready Sunday? Yeah, absolutely, man. I was out there doing my 10-yard outs. I, w- I was conditioning and everything. So look for me to suit up and uh, Yo, make a real difference. See, I, you're a keeper warrior, homie. Get him out. I thought about practicing, and then I saw y'all had a 30-year-old Tyron Matthew out there. So I just said, <laughs> I'll, get, I'll get up on Sunday morning feeling free. Yeah. Man, I'm worried. <laughs> Taysom Hill's going to tear us up. Oh no! I mean, um, but our guy, uh, our guy David here is uh, saying, uh, "Hey, lads, I would like uh, to ask the Colts to win or lose comfortably. I can't stand these close games early in the morning." You ain't lying. Last David. week I needed the defibrillator. I told y'all last week. I told hey. y'all last week on the show. I said this is going to be the longest game <laughs> of our lives, and I didn't expect it to be long with a like lot a of shootout. Scoring. Yeah, yeah, I expected it to be long. With a with low score, if you remember, I predicted like nineteen sixteen or some shit. Yeah, uh, bro, I remember. I remember Chad tagged me and something at the end of the game, and he was like, "Bro, you were right, bro. It was a four hour long game, man." Took forever. Hold on, excuse me. I'm about to lose my cool just because I want to. You mean thirty year old Pro Bowl? Taysom Hill has one Pro Bowl. One. You, you, you must know. You, 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 you know this dude, huh? 
<laughs> no, I, I have no clue. Oh. I just hate idiot people who talk like they think they know. Bro, the Aints ain't, ain't, ain't been good since Breeze. You guys scrambled, and then you go out and get Derek. I'm mid. They're doing the car. same thing the Colts did. You're going to have going seven years of bad luck if this continues, man. Oh, like, man. yeah, your secondary is good, but your D-line trash. Offensive line can't block nobody. I don't even know who your running back is besides Kamara. You shut well, him down, the offense don't go nowhere. They got a – they got a Wood, Jamal, Jamal Williams. Williams. I don't even care. Don't even matter. He's hurt. Hey, uh, Tristan, are you talking about – are you talking about Alec Pierce? I'm sure he is, man. I, I, I mean, he ain't yeah, 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 exactly, Joey. We, we didn't need to practice for the Saints. It and it's, it's it's not a rough one, man. It's my, not even the Saints. They're the Ants, my, man. They don't win no more. My 40 year old Hemi would be all right. <laughs> hey, <laughs> we, just, we just we just put 38 on the number one defense. And you yeah, I worried about your we're not really four? worried about Saints defense. Imagine the number four defense. Uh, I expect oh. 444 yards and 44 points. Just, uh, 62 points. Um, Crit- I mean, yeah, I did, I did also want to say, uh, David, we, they don't call us the caddy, uh, the cardiac Colts for no reason, man. Yeah. You just got to take a deep breath every once in a while. Just don't get too high or too low. You know, you know it'll all even out. Uh, hey, have have two wins. Three, Who have wow. you guys played all year? We have three wins, the same as you. You're three and four. They haven't, three they and haven't four. played. They haven't played. What are you talking about? Hey, Chris, no. just stick around, bro. We we will talk the Saints game in a little while. We'll we'll dig but deep no into it. We got, we got plenty to say. So y'all gave up a bunch hey, of picks for Ricky Williams and did nothing with them. Dude's just yapping. He's talking about wins from from seven, six years ago with players that aren't even on the team anymore. And then he said we have two wins, so clearly we you have don't two know wins. Yeah, it's all, all right, man. Hey, hey, appreciate appreciate you tuning in to the Colts podcast, though. At least know your shit, <laughs> so, man. Welcome, brother. Shut up. We we, we appreciate you though. But uh, anyways, moving on from uh, Mister Saint, we'll see y'all on Sunday. Hopefully, hopefully you come back next week after that L that y'all take. I want to see if you still got the same mouth. Um, so uh, how are we feeling? about the offense this past week. Outside of everything, I know we had the, the way to end the game. Um, we didn't get it the way we wanted to. Um, and then uh, we score, give the ball back to the Browns, let them end it. But overall, outside of the turnovers, how are we feeling about the offense? I mean, it, it definitely looked a lot better as opposed to the Jacksonville week. Man, Again, aside from the turnovers, but we moved the ball efficiently. We were scoring <laughs> in the red zone. We were damn near scoring at will. Uh, what it looked like against what is uh, up to that point the best defense in the NFL. So it, it was definitely encouraging to see that bounce back from the previous. So week. I know th- I know there was a little bit of a panic when it came to Freeland. Um, he got beat up by Miles Garrett, but I mean any offensive lineman. It's Miles Garrett. Miles yeah. Garrett. He's um, a freak. And, and we said we said the previous week too. Like, look, Miles Garrett is gonna get his. All right, yeah. so we just gotta try to beat everybody else. And I think we did that. My only my my only concerns still are in the secondary. Um, like if you if you take aside those last two penalties on that last drive, we let PJ Walker walk down the field at ease. Yeah. It, so, it looked like he was playing the XFL again, man. Yeah, it, yeah, and, and the only thing that drove me a little crazy was the defense. Offensively, I think I was okay with it. I don't think we really had that many issues last week outside those turnovers. Yeah, and I think also for Break Freeland, I mean, this is. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if the guy is an all-pro next year. I mean, if you look at some of the matchups he has to go in and face um, since he started, man, this has been a real trial by fire each and every week um, to see him play through. So, yeah, I agree. thought the offense was uh, pretty damn legit. Um, now, 
how are we feeling about this defense? Uh, the pass rush hasn't been as nearly as it was was uh, as good as nearly as good as it was uh, the first four weeks of the season. Um, we've been getting a couple of sacks and whatnot. Um, That's because, like I said before, right? I, I, I want to make a point. A solid. I want to make a comment on this because that's a valid point. Um, if you remember the first four weeks, our secondary was a little bit more solidified um, and they were doing things on the back end that was allowing our pressure to get there. Um, a lot of the sacks early on in the season were definitely uh, coverage sacks. Um, as our, you know, as we started to lose corners and now we're down to, you know, Jalen Jones and uh, Old Baker, um, yeah. sacks aren't coming as much because quarterbacks are being able to get the ball where they want it to be. They get those quick you know what I mean? Yeah. Right. They're getting everything they want. So Hey, hold, hold on real quick, man. Hey, look, man. I understand you you upset or whatever, but let's let's keep it cool in here, man. We did we like, didn't play we're, last we're a fan week. show. We 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 respect everybody's comments and whatnot. But if you're gonna keep talking like that and being disrespectful, man, you can get up on out of here. And I hope you keep losing money. Yeah, so, I, I'm so not just, finished. Just, just chill facts. out. We ain't gonna keep doing this, man. So we're we're not gonna that. derail the whole show because somebody wants but, uh, attention, bro. My bad, Matt. Go ahead. Keep making bad bets. It's all right. But yeah, man, I mean, that's, that's really how it is. I think what we need to do is we need to fix what's going on in the secondary. Gus needs to go ahead and start mixing up coverages and stop leaving these rookies out there to hang the dry, you know? I mean, each week they're playing somebody that's elite, right? I don't care what anybody says. Mari Cooper's elite. That man was elite in, in Dallas, and he's elite over there in Cleveland. Yeah, he doesn't get a lot of, you know, statistics right now because his quarterback situation over there in Cleveland is pretty fucked yeah, up. But just his ability, 100% yeah, elite. He has the ability to to take over a game as a wide receiver. So that man's he was And he was locked up until Juju went out. Yeah. So, and, and then, you know, the week before that, you got either Christian Kirk or you got motherfucking Calvin Ridley, whichever one you want to pick, you know. <laughs> and this week we're going to have a lave. So, yeah. You, we got we to figure out what's going on. In the secondary, Gus needs to figure that secondary out, and he needs to do it quick because our sacks aren't going to come as much unless we play quarterbacks that panic. And right now, Derek Carr is not one of those that's going to panic. No. But to be fair, Derek Carr don't scare me, man. No, he don't scare me either. I'm not saying that. No, he's Derek just Carr. saying that. He's just saying that Derek Carr and Chris Olave are good enough to do exactly what the Titans did with with DeAndre Hopkins. Yes. Like, right. And we, and we still we still could win with that, but at the same point, like I said last week, we can go ahead and let one guy get 120 yards receiving, and I'm yeah. okay with that because we we've shown that we're going to do that, and we're still going to be have the ability to win at the end of the game. Um, but like against the Saints, their offensive line is trash. So at the same time, we should be able to get loads of pressure tomorrow. Yeah, should. absolutely. Offensive should. line been terrible. I think gotta, too. Like, gotta just, take just advantage rushing of that. Four. Go ahead, Demarco. Oh no! I was just saying, got to take advantage of a bad offensive line because yeah. the last time we had a chance to do that, uh, the Rams made adjustments and we didn't really tear apart Matthew Stafford like we would have liked to. Right. But uh, go ahead, Trev. How you feeling yeah. about this defense? Uh, <clears throat> defensively, yeah. I mean, I'm not worried about tomorrow. I'll tell you that much. Uh, and it, it has been a surprise just going on the last comment. Uh, <laughs> Saints O line is usually a staple. Like they're usually very strong. And this year, I don't know if it's. They don't like Derek Carr or something. I don't know, but he's getting tore up back there. So I, I think tomorrow defensively, look for a, a big Ed Rusher day. Uh, look for us to get a lot of pressure just rushing forward. I don't think we need to bring in blitzes. I don't think we need to bring down Kenny Moore or anything. I think we can just rush forward and get the pressure that we need. Yeah, how you uh, how, how you feeling about this defense, Zach? Our defense or the Saints? 
uh, our defense. So, like I was saying, uh, the first four weeks we had um, we were tied for second with the lead. As long as we, as long as we get them off the field and they're not put in bad positions, Indy will be fine. If they're not put in short fields, Indy will be fine. I mean, I do worry about Baker's side, but I think that you know the coaching staff can make adjustments to help Baker out so he's not completely screwed. But yeah. you know, as long as we don't give, don't put the the defense in a bad spot between the twenties, our defense is fine. It's in the red zone that I worry about the defense. That's because the majority of the time that they're in the red zone, it's all of a turnover. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So then he's got to come also, out also, here and change the pace real quick. Also, those two minute defenses at right. the end of game, the end of half times. Uh, that's one of those things that we Struggle need to correct. Um, real quick, Nathan is commenting here. Said, "Is as Colts fans, are you worried about the comments that Pittman made no, uh, said last week uh, that he's not getting the ball thrown to him?" So yeah, like Matt said, not at all. Not worried about it. Um, Shane even spoke on it. He said he'd love to have guys that rather want the ball rather than sit yeah. quietly and timid about it. He knows Pittman is a big part of this offense, and and look what he did with with one of those catches that he had. So. We're going to get the ball to him. I wouldn't be surprised. I told somebody this before if he had like 12 to 15 targets this week. So wouldn't be surprised. At and all I'll say, too, just as far as the locker room goes, I mean, he's a leader back there. It is on him to speak up when he feels that something's not right. And if he feels like he's not being used in the offense enough, it's on him to hold the team accountable as well. Like, hey, I can do more for this and hold himself accountable. I can do more here. So, yeah, I don't see it as a problem at all. Yeah, Miles Garrett was a monster last week. Uh like I said, refs definitely screwed it, um, but it would have been nice to uh, not have those turnovers and, and kill it. Uh, Nathan, his team—he's a—he's an Aints fan, but just ignore him, man. Blowing up the comments, being yeah, we're we're, we're not derailing our show being for a anybody. Window, man, we 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 come in for for fans here, and we're all for banter and stuff like that. But don't be childish. Just kind of kind of dumb there. All right, looks like we got nothing too much there. Um, so, yeah, uh, I, I think the defense has to get back to putting pressure. I think a big part is losing Grove, but I think we also um, we haven't had the same type of uh, pressure and whatnot that we were getting since Quiddy had that first concussion. Um, so I definitely like to see Quiddy come back and have a big game um, <clears throat> and then uh, have Buckner keep doing what he does, and then um, we need another defensive tackle to step up. Sansom Evancombe has been a staple. He's yeah. been pretty much solid and consistent in each and every game. Our linebacking core is, I'm going to call it the best in the league. I don't care who. I, dude, go, I'm with go, that. Go, I think go, so. go, go argue with your mama. I'm not here for the argument. Yeah, our front seven is better than anything New Orleans offensive line can handle. Mm-hmm. So, like, up front, I fully expect us to feast. Even with Grover out, I think we have enough bodies, and Taven Bryant has played well enough in the rotation that they have that – um we should be okay. I mean, I mean, I mean. Last week the defense played all right against the run, except for one right. play. Yeah, right. So, but the, like one of their first right. plays too. Yeah, it was the first. So, it was the first drive, and it was like what yeah. fifty nine yards, and then after that, Something I think like they that. had a total of didn't like get anything else twenty right. twenty five. Whatever, whatever side Daryl Baker lines up is the only side that concerns me on our defense because beyond that, we are fine as long as we yeah. don't give the defense short fields. I truly think we can beat New Orleans handily. And just going on Baker, too, we've said it every week, a big thing that we've seen from this team and from Shane Steichen is accountability and, like, fixing things when they're clearly wrong. Clearly, Baker was burnt toast last week in addition to the flags, even though they were bad flags, whatever. Baker didn't have a good game last week, so 
tomorrow. Look for him to either step up and play much better because the coaches have gotten on his ass or look for whoever else we have to line up yeah, up there. But here's the thing. We don't have anyone else. I know. We don't. It's a, it's a tough like spot a, to be in. But I'm pretty sure we have like three corners, yeah. and that's including Kenny Moore. Tony Brown. Oh, well, we did we did elevate somebody. So well, we got Tony Brown, and we just ev- uh, elevated Chris Lamons. The guy yeah, that got arrested. Did, the guy, the guy that got arrested with Alvin Kamara. Why, why did Isaiah Rogers have to be stupid, bro? I tell you what, man. It, no, it, it would be a completely different defense. God, we'd, oh. we'd be at least five and we, right now. Like we'd yeah. be legit. We'd it's be tough, legit. Man. One even of those would have been flowers going down. Have Juju on the other side. Isaiah yeah. Rogers, man, he'd be fine. Nah, I remember with Isaiah speed. Rogers. Remember with what Isaiah Rogers? History changes everything. So maybe even flowers don't get hurt. So Jordan, uh, oh, man, but. Uh, Jordan Kibbe brings up a good point. He says, I think they'll play Blackman more to Baker's side just to give that help. That's something that I, I've been wondering, too, is if we shift safeties over to help at all. But you just then you put yourself in the position to be in single high. Just, offense just play three safeties. Of, so. Could do that. Too. Yeah, look, they, they, there's options just, there to provide help. But the only issue three, is three, when you provide that help, when you provide that help, it's somewhere that that safety maybe, could have been that he's maybe, not now. So it, it's maybe, risky. Maybe it's that time to move Baker back to safety and put Blackman out there. I mean... <laughs> If it keeps going the way it is, you said you said move Baker to safety. Yeah, he doesn't bring do much more play zone. Just bring Nick in, and then you take Baker yeah, off the field right. entirely. Take Baker off the field entirely. Yeah, and then go, yeah. Ahead, and put, go ahead and put Julian Blackman over there corner. He'll be Have all right. a good one, Terry. Thanks for listening. I appreciate bro. you, Terry, for coming in. Go Colts. Yeah, um, yeah. I know. I seen somebody talking about it before out there, and they were saying move Kenny Moore to outside corner and move Julian Blackman to slot corner. Or Nick Cross, however, how, yeah. however they'd like to do it. It's a possibility. Around. But I think it's definitely something that, that's in hand. I think you'd rather just keep the guys you got and move something. I still like uh, Chris Ballard to go out and sign Casey Hayward, and that, that would literally that. fix this problem. I'll trade, Casey, I'll trade next Casey year's third rounder for Patrick Sertain right now. Casey Hayward. Greedy Williams? Well, like I said, they, they was the name. They, they're probably going to want two first. So I'm just talking from a veteran perspective who's already been in a uh, defense with, with yeah. Gus Bradley. There's guys out there. I think Casey Hayward would be an easy solution to that. And then, like Trev said, you get a young corner and a greedy Williams that could just need a change of scenery. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's it's worth a shot, right? We got nothing yeah. else to lose over there. Like, bring somebody in, golly. Yeah, exactly, because you keep seeing corners hurt. You don't want you want you don't want guys working at Foot Locker and then coming to play yeah. in the DB room. <laughs> that's kind of where just, we're at. That's just I, it's just an ugly situation right there. Yeah, Jordan, I agree, man. I, I don't no, want to see Kenny out of the nickel either. Personally. I could do I could do better than Baker. So you can take me out 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 the army, and I'll go play, I'll go play some corner at five eight. No ACL. I'm about a buck seventy. It'll be all right. <laughs> if I get an interception, I'm laying straight down. I don't want to get yeah hit. yeah hundred <laughs> percent. I'm not I'm not moving at all. Man, I'll chop shit out your hands though. <laughs> Here. I'm gonna just jam them at the line. After that, whatever happens is between. I hope there's a safety. I hope there's a safety. I got I'm nothing burnt. after that. Yeah. I'm burnt toast at that point. If I can't manhandle <laughs> the line, I'm done. Yeah, Kevin, I agree, man. I, I don't see Ballard getting rid of his first round picks to go get PS2. As cool as it would be to get a player like Sertain, that's just not the move that the Colts typically make. Yeah, yeah. I just think uh, the price for getting Sertain is gonna cost too much. Um, but where are we looking at? Uh, looks like uh, Nathan is getting into here to it here. Nathan is saying, asking how many turnovers do we think Carr will have? 
Uh, what do you think will be the um, the matchups that you guys are looking for, Colts versus Saints? So I'm going to go ahead and answer that question first. I also say two. I, I'm saying sure. zero. I don't think Derek Carr turns the ball over at all. Oh, I do. I, think, I do. I think if there's someone who turns the ball over, it's going to be one of the skill positions. I can see that. I on, unless unless we get a strip sack. I mean, I could say maybe one, but I don't see him. I don't see anyone get an interception unless it's Kenny Moore. I could go yeah, with two, two max, but yeah. I'm going with zero most likely. Yeah. So I opinion. was thinking the same thing as Trev. I was going to say a strip sack fumble and then an interception. That's why uh, that, that that was going to be my my two. I think if my, uh, I think if Derek Carr doesn't have a turnover, we lose this game. My my key matchup is that secondary versus Alave because that's it. I ain't worried about nobody else on yeah. that offense but Alave. I've had him a few times in the daily fantasy matchups because that dude puts up. So he'll put I up. I will say what I'm worried about as far as just individual players is Alvin Kamara leaking out because we saw from their previous game he got like 12 targets. Uh, and not even in the running game, in the passing game, I'm worried about Kamara leaking out and then getting those yards. Yeah, getting those yards after catch. Because we've seen like Carr this year cannot complete a downfield pass unless it's to Chris Olave fixing it for him. But uh, I, so I, I am worried about Kamara. Here's my rebuttal. Here's my rebuttal to that, right? We don't let up very many yards or anything to running backs when it comes into the passing game. And the reason is our linebackers play so shallow. That's yeah. why the middle of our field is always wide the fuck open. Yeah. Because our guys just, they play up. I just, yeah, I just don't think we've faced a running back with the pass-catching ability of Kamari. So I'm interested to see if it still holds up to a guy of that caliber. But I agree, we're, we're a good matchup for it, but that's the matchup that I'd be watching is our linebackers versus Kamari in the passing game. Yes, Nathan, Alave is the one who got arrested. Um, Defensively, our defense versus, versus New Orleans offense, I, I don't care. Um, Don't care because I think <laughs> uh, – honestly, honestly, I think – all that matters, as long as the Colts get like a pick or some form of turnover, the game's over. Because outside of Kamara, you 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 let Alave get his yards, and then you just shut everything else down. That's I mean, really, I, in my opinion, in my opinion, you you let Alave have two hundred thirty-five yards, no TDs, and you shut everything down. And then yeah, I, often, I would say you, you just you don't want to you don't want to undersell them because they will get their yards. Like they have oh, absolutely. talent at those absolutely. positions. So if, if you play off them too much and they get those yards before you know it, they're constantly in the red zone. And at the end of the day, they're going to get something. So it, you don't want to undersell it too much. Like, they, they do have talent over there. It's if just Carr gets hurt and Jameis Winston goes in, Colts are getting 30 oh. picks on Yeah. <laughs> Mr. 30-30, please stop. I will, I will say this. I want I want the Saints offense to have the ball last. Yeah, I'd be fine with that. Because be fine Carr, with that. Carr chokes. We've seen it. <laughs> every seen game, it every every, time. Every game this year he chokes. So – and listen, I, I've been wait. I've been waiting to make this point too. Uh, the guys on here know. Chris Lundy doesn't know. Uh, I'm from Louisiana. I regularly watch the Saints, and this team has the worst body language of any NFL team I have seen this year or in a long time. This team does not like each other. All right, I don't care what you say. Uh, those receivers don't like Derek Carr. Derek Carr doesn't like his O line. None of them like the coach. Derek, Derek I'm not. Carr I'm hates, not worried about that offense. Derek Carr hates Olave. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're just they're yelling at each other all game. Yep. So yeah, it's it's something crazy, man. I think in order to really frustrate Cart, like we we have to we have to pressure them early, obviously. Get the get in their heads, right? Piss them off, whatever. Uh, but what I'm really looking for is something that we've struggled at is covering the sidelines. What what we've seen from Derek Carr this year is he can't make these sideline throws. So he's gonna have to go to the middle. 
Uh, we didn't have a good game there last week. We let up a couple with just easy passes. They haven't had a good game in the middle at all. At yeah. all, all year, our defense has been getting exposed over the middle, man. Uh, for the last yeah, so five that's, years. And, and that's, <laughs> yeah. that's why I say I'm worried about Kamara if he leaks out to that zone and, and starts catching passes over there. But he needs to hit these sideline throws, and he can't. So if we can force him into those, I, I'm not worried about their offense at all. It's Carr's footwork. I mean, they they, they, they want Jameis Winston to play. If you ever watch Carr's footwork, it's sloppy. It's not three steps and a hitch. It's not five steps and a hitch. It's it's just sloppy. So he misses a lot of throws that others would make. I mean. Yeah. Chris, I couldn't like I said, agree more, man. If Carr gets hurt and Winston goes in, call it a night. Yeah, 100%. If Winston goes in, it, it's 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 a night. The game's over. And uh, the Colts will be 500 once again. Like, I mean, even with Carr, I thought I thought he was gonna say uh, Winston was gonna win. I, that's, <laughs> yeah, what that's, that's, that's what he's saying. That's what he's saying. That's what I thought Mr. he was saying. He's Mister Thirty Thirty. You're getting at least yeah. thirty picks from Jameis Winston. At you least know, thirty. James Carr Winston has good pocket a... presence, but he has no pocket because his offensive <laughs> he has line no is pocket, terrible. Because his offensive line is trash, homie. How are you gonna stop DeForest Buckner? That's a double team. That yeah, means we yeah, got seven more guys to rotate in. Buckner in the middle, Quiddy Pay off the edge, Samson Ebikim off the edge. We're gonna throw Dale in there just to mix you up, like, bro. And then we got tight. What? Taquan Lewis, Taquan Lewis. Taquan Lewis. We got so many bodies. New Orleans has no chance. For being a New Orleans fan, you don't know this team, and it's embarrassing, bro. Study up, study, son. Get that book out. Defense can overcome that, but they couldn't overcome. ETN's 50 yards and two touchdowns last week. Right. Uh, right. But uh, Jordan is saying that I see this as a potential breakout game for Rodney Thomas where if Julian Blackman to help Baker's side, then Rodney plays center field, Paul Hawk, and I think he has a career yeah. day. So I personally want to say I've been disappointed in Rodney Thomas. What? I, like, I, 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 I had Guy being a, a legit breakout player this year, and I just haven't seen it. I thought he was going to continue off of what he did last year, and it just hasn't been been close. I think, I mean, obviously it's still early in the season, but it just, I was looking to see the development go from just being a ball hawk to coming up and making plays in the run game, being a more yeah. extinctional player, being being one of those guys that you can put man-to-man with a key guy as far as like slot or tight end or something like that in some of these games, and I just haven't seen it. So I hope you're right, Jordan, um, but – uh. Maybe that, a little bit of a the breakout game that I would have called for personally. Maybe a little bit of a sophomore slump for him this year. I mean, it has been a little bit of a quiet year. He did have a pick last game that we all agree he maybe should have smacked down. But uh, my boy clearly, my boy clearly been drinking since three in the morning. Like, right, let's, let's, I'll, say let's this. I'll say this: the safeties are directly infected affected by the corners. So yeah, I don't think I don't. I think you know Julian Blackman is getting back to form of what we thought we were going to get when we drafted him because yes. he's been playing pretty damn good all year. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Rodney Thomas, I mean, he's young. He's second year. we got rookie corners, uh, second year corner. And it's not, I mean, I can't really blame the, the, the safeties for playing whatever, it's you know. Hey Matt, you see this comment? How crazy is it that last uh, year we all were pretty much done? I was not done with Taekwondo. Get the hell out of here. He was hammering. I'm like, you, you, I guess, I guess, maybe some of the rest of us. I guess, I guess this show was in the minority because this was not us. 
Jordan, you got to understand, uh, ever since DeMarco has known me, I think he's known me for about four or five years now, I have been all up on Taekwon. Taekwon Lewis fan. Taekwon, I am a huge Taekwon Lewis fan. I always have been. He just had injury issues. That was it. But before Every time that, the dude's well, getting hurt, he's making a play. Yeah. Who, tear, who tears their damn ACL getting an interception? <laughs> it's just Taekwon Lewis. It's just his bad luck, man. I'm telling God, you. I, I absolutely love Taekwon Lewis, man. I always have. I mean, I always said my favorite thing about him was the way he seals the edge. It was always one of my favorite things about him. <laughs> he said the Colts D line is not a concern. <laughs> Will Lemon Whatever. see the field tomorrow? Probably not. I mean, <laughs> unless we're in a really drastic situation, I, I don't think Lemon sees the field that early. Or is it Lamets? Chris Lamet, something like that? Dang, Florida got waxed, huh? Yeah, yeah. I didn't watch. So offensively, I think uh, all the Colts have to do not. is run the ball. I hope not. And um, I think they'll be hyper successful because. The same secondary with eight picks and 12. Right. So I don't expect any to pass, Dad, like at all. You have Jonathan Taylor, the best offensive line in the league, or one of the best offensive line in the league, and a hoss in Zach Moss at running back. Yeah, but so, I don't know if Zach Moss is even going to play that much tomorrow. I mean, I don't really care. It don't matter. You got Jonathan Taylor. Run the wishbone. Let it eat. That's facts. Let it eat. <laughs> Run the wing Bro, team. Don't matter. Get, hey, get funky. Would, Put downs on our quarterback. Let's get <laughs> wild. Let's get freaky. Let, let's do something dumb and run for 400 yards and, like, five touchdowns. I'm perfectly okay with that. Yeah, see, I'd care more about somebody else's defense unless uh, – or if, if I hadn't seen us play against Baltimore already. Yeah. Or haven't seen us play against the Browns defense, which was historical. Yeah, that's so, so all they said. Uh, giving up care about 200, Saints. only giving up 200 yards per game, which was the best in history by like, I want right. to say 70 yards. Yeah. Giving up 3.8 yards per play, which was best in NFL history since like 1960 something. 16, 16 yeah. points. 16 points Browns, per game. 16 points per game. The Browns had a better oh. corner than Lattimore last week in, um, what's it, Ward? Denzel Ward. Denzel Ward. Yeah, Denzel Ward. So like, Lattimore don't scare me. Take Pittman away. Yeah, we still got a bun- bunch of yeah. tight ends and receivers who eat. Like, I don't and Marcus care. May and Marcus May and – He um, can't cover. Bad and Tyron Matthew are both on the injury report. Oh. So, yeah. so, to me, I, I'm not I'm – not, I'd be more worried about their defense if, if we hadn't shown what we could show already. Yeah, we, so. we've seen good defenses. Those, this isn't one of those things where we got Frank, where we got to worry yeah. about everybody else's defensive game plan. Um Shit, for for all we know, we don't know what the Colts might show uh, tomorrow. So if we don't know, you know, you definitely your defense don't know. I don't want to run the ball. I don't want to throw the ball. I just want the Colts to run it just for an attitude problem. Just to be like, (laughs) hey, we know we're thugs. Just piss them off. Oh, man, you meat riding like a motherfucker. Boy, ain't been the best since about 20, 2019. It's been a, it's been 20, a minute. Yeah, it's been a minute. Like, it's his rookie year. Look, and who? Cut it out, boy. Look, and and we're, not, we're not just talking out of our ass here. Like, we understand the Saints have a solid defense, but we've played better defenses this year already in every single game. Even the ones we've lost like last week, Shane Steichen has schemed up that defense. So we're, we're at a point now with this team where we can come in with a little bit of confidence and be like, it doesn't matter so much. What you, like you have to react to us. We're no longer reactive to the defense. They have to be reactive to us, and that, that's that's a good position. Go ahead, in. go ahead and stop our I, run. No yeah. one on that defense has an answer for downs. No one on that defense has the answer for the nastiest white boy in the NFL. 
now it appears. No one has and a everybody an wants answer. to cut. Right. No one has an answer for uh Ogletree. Hey, hey, okay. Browns, are you talking Browns, about are you Browns, talking about hold up uh the Browns play hold were up. the Browns were number one until they played the Colts, my boy. Are you talking about Marshall one interception and seven passes defense this year? Hey, hey guys, hey guys, guess what? We're dummies. Dummies. Hey, I, I can be a bully too, but I'm not a keyboard warrior. I'll just tell you to your face, bro. Like, I don't have any feelings. So, like, we can do this all day, homie. Like, I don't care. The Niners lost to the Browns too. Right. Dummies. Steichen like, is just going out there and trying things to see what works, and it's been insane. I, I mean, yeah, kind of, man. He, he's gone out there with some uh, interesting ideas we haven't seen before, and it's cool to see, man. It's We finally have a coach that's innovative and, and willing to try it. Maybe a little too risky at some times, and it doesn't always pay off, but he, he's done well. He's done, Yeah, I agree, hey, Joe. We're, hey, like I said, we're, we're not, we're not going to derail our show for somebody. Chris, I, I love Louisiana, man. Don't make us look bad, bro. Be all right, Steichen's man. on a dummy. We don't have Frank Reich anymore. We actually have a genius. You talk about not dummies, yeah. Shane Steichen, man. That, not that dummies. Dude. Rookie coach of the year. If if that was an award, it, he'd already have it I locked mean, up, man. It, I it, can't the difference the in this team is night and day. I yeah, think I they know. got a bunch of dummies on offense, but that's just my opinion. <laughs> hey, we can't we can't forget about D'Amico Ryan. So he's done a pretty damn good job over there in Houston too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's a fact right there. He's not a dummy. No, he's not. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Uh, so what, what, going through the line, what would y'all's uh, three keys to winning be tomorrow? We'll start with the uh, run the score up, or run the score ahead. up, run the score up, and make sure we throw it at Lattimore, and then hit him with the deuce sign. <laughs> oh, I like it because he's not a dummy. <laughs> Zach's got time. Dummy. Today, Zach's I got, got time, today. folks. <laughs> you got. I sorry, Chris, you put me in a mood, so you're gonna hear it. You're gonna hear it. <laughs> What what about you, Demarco? What what three keys you got for victory tomorrow? Um, so this will actually be the first week that I don't have uh don't turn over the ball is one of my keys of the week. So uh, I actually feel like that this is one of those teams that are um, talented, challenged, being the New Orleans Saints. I think they do have some talent, but I don't think their talent is great. I think Olave, Olave is, I think I think Olave is good, guns. but. I think Olave is good, but I don't think he's necessarily an explosive guy that's literally going to tell you a part that you're literally fearing. Outside of Alvin Kamara, I don't see anything that I really fear about this team. So um, number one for me is to is going to be create turnovers, though. Sure. I, I, like I said, I think Derek Carr has two turnovers. The Colts offense needs to force two turnovers. Uh, I think we win this game simply point being on that. I don't think they have that. Um, number two. Um, it's going to be be explosive. Continue to be this explosive offense that we've seen and shown um, the couple times that we have. Forces defense to to jump off sides, whatever you got to do. Yeah. Um, create big plays, have big runs. So runs over twelve yards, passes over twenty. Keep that trend going. We are one of the most explosive offenses in the league, no matter how anybody wants to look at it or whatever. Um, and then number three is going to be uh, have good communication on the back end. This past defense, I want to see it come together. I want to see four quarters of play uh, for this team. Put it together. It'll be all right. How about you, Matt? Three keys for victory. My three keys Colts. My three keys for victory are three players. Ooh. But I'm actually going to go with four players. I couldn't just limit to three. All right, it's going to be four players. 
I don't care about the whole turnover ratio thing this week either because, yeah, the Saints just don't really worry me that much. Uh, I'm going with Jonathan Taylor as number one. I'm going with Kenny Moore as number two. And I'm going with Buckner and Pitty as my number three. I like it. Because our off, their offensive line is trash. Buckner and Quiddy are just going to feast. Kenny Moore is going to, you know, he's going to wreak the benefits from Buckner and Quiddy Pay feasting. <laughs> A lot we, of these only fast from driving. Quality we get pops. To, the, quality. The, whole, the whole Davis family has time tonight. I love it. Oh, bro, you, you don't even know. <laughs> I got the mic. We got years of this. Why you so, don't keep saying the ball? So, so what are you talking so, about? So hold Chris, on, so hold on, so hold on. with so, your butthole, homie. So hold on, hold on. So tell me, tell me the, tell me the defensive stats prior to last week for the Cleveland Browns. Yeah. Tell me, tell me the Tennessee Titans before we played them. When was the last time they had a hundred yard rusher or gave up a hundred yard rusher to the Tennessee Titans? When was Let the last know. time the Saints went they to the didn't playoffs and for like two seasons? Oh no, I'm asking Chris since he knows everything. Yeah. Right. Yeah. When was the last time besides like Archie Manning were uh, they relevant? But, go, but but keep going, Matt. Don't don't let it interrupt you. Uh you were on uh you had number one, Jonathan Taylor, number two was who? Yeah. Kenny Moore. I think I think because of Buckner and Pity, I think uh or Quiddy Pay, I think that Kenny Moore is gonna wreak havoc in the secondary. Um because it's gonna force Derek Carr to make quick throws and it's gonna be Aaron throws and then Kenny Moore's I think I'm gonna say if there are turnovers tomorrow, Kenny Moore is gonna force two of them. Which one? I just asked you three. When was the last time the Saints were relevant? When was the last time they won something? And when was the last time who, they did who, anything? Who was number three, Matt? Uh, Buckner and Quiddy Pay. Buckner. So pass rush, basically. Yeah. <laughs> Trev, what are your three? Did yeah. you go? Yeah, my, my three keys. I, I missed them a little bit earlier, but first of all, I just I want to apply pressure early on in this game and get in their heads. Because like I said, this team has the worst body language in sports right now. So if you can frustrate them early, get them fighting each other as opposed to focusing on the game, it's, it's only going to play to our advantage. So that that's the key right off the rip is just get started early, get in Carr's face, get that jersey dirty, piss off everybody. Uh, secondly, I, I, I want to force these sideline throws. We, I saw multiple horrible throws from Derek Carr last week where he's just overthrowing guys and then throws his hands up like, like it's their fault, like they were supposed to jump 12 feet in the air and pull it down, right? Uh, so I, I want to force these sideline throws, force him to make those throws. Everyone coming into this year said uh, New Orleans needs a quarterback. They need a quarterback. They got their card. Now they got a quarterback. Myself included, I thought he was going to be better, uh, and he hasn't been. So force him to be that quarterback. Force him to make these tough throws. Don't give up these easy uh, throws in the middle that we've struggled with. And then lastly, no one else said I, I'm still on until we can do otherwise. I'm still on <laughs> limit the turnovers. Uh, this is a team where the secondary has talent, even though they're they're a little on the older side. Uh, Demario Davis is a linebacker, Tyron Matthew in the back, uh, Marcus May in the back, they, um, and, and Lattimore as well. They they have the names right, like they have the talent in that secondary. Uh, even if they're on the older side, you just you don't want to give them a chance to make the play on the ball. So play efficient, play safe, uh, take the shots where you can get them and where you have them open, but don't don't try to force anything against guys that have that experience. So that, that'd be my three keys to victory tomorrow. All right, I'll give you my serious three keys just because, you know, I was trolling the first time because I was a dummy. All right, so dummies, let's listen up here. Um, my first real keys, I want the Colts to run the ball, be physical, bring the fight to New Orleans, um, punch them in the mouth, um, make them uncomfortable offensively, what we do offensively. Defensively, I want to apply pressure. And then uh, I don't care how we get it, how it happens. 
bring the house, bring four, whatever it might be. Apply pressure, make Derek Carr do things that Derek Carr does, which is, you know, his best Jameis Winston impression, turn the ball over. And then uh, last but not least, I just want to win. I don't care how we win. Just win. Just win, baby, win. Something the Saints don't know how to do. They've never done. So, like. Because they dummies. They dummies. I mean, besides Terry Porter getting lucky on Manning, you're welcome. Who's from IU, by the way, so you're welcome. Um, They shouldn't have never won that Super Bowl. But, you know, hey, every dog gets a day, right? Um, So. Now, I, I, I will say, just aside from all the, the silly personal shots and whatever, I, I'm not going to engage in that. But he is right that the uh, him being Chris, he is right that the Saints have played well against the run this year. But I also don't think they played anyone on the level of Jonathan Taylor. And we saw last week that he was really he was really starting to step into his own. Uh, so that that's another matchup that I'll be interested to see is how can how can Taylor play now that he's close to 100 percent against a very solid run defense. So uh, this won't this 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 won't work. Um, I don't know if you just don't watch football or if you've, never, if you've never seen the Colts play this year. Uh, screen, screens don't work. Every team has tried to screen against us, whether it's Too wide fast. receiver, whether it's a running back. It doesn't work. Any more. Two words. That's why the screen game don't work. Zaire Franklin. I mean, yeah, you got that too. We got a couple two words. Yeah, I'm not super worried about that, man. I mean, yeah, the Saints guys, are worse than everyone. The Saints are different. With losing, they lose every type of way. Homie, you got to come up with better lines. Like, go right. home, take this pencil, go home and write something <laughs> All right, original. Eminem. All right, Eminem. <laughs> Just feel like eight miles. And don't come back till something dope hits you. <laughs> Here's a mic. Yeah, we, we, we've heard it all before, but we, no, it's, some, it's, some, it's some, right. some dope has definitely hit this man tonight. I mean, uh, I, I don't know, man. Like, <laughs> hey, follow the comments. I'd be completely fine going back and forth with the troll and whatnot. This, but, this, uh, this man acts like we, yeah, but hold on. This man's literally acting like we do this show and we don't do our homework all week. Yeah, I mean, this is what clear, we do, I mean, I mean, no, nah, he clearly hasn't done his homework. I don't care about any other team but Indianapolis, and I still think I know more about know more about New Orleans so than you do, homie. Like, here's, here's what's frustrating: if all for me Saints is, fans are this dumb. I feel sorry for Trevor. That, that's that's what I was gonna get to. This is the frustrating part for me because, as y'all know, and y- and y'all y'all give me crap for it, and all friendly joking. Saints are my number two team, bro. I'm from Louisiana. Like that's my NFC team. I watch the Saints every week, so I'm not I'm not entirely sure what team you're watching, Chris, because it can't be the same team I'm watching, brother. They're they're in for a uh, a tough game tomorrow, uh, and be that as it may, man, Louisiana's gonna be sad tomorrow. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, you go go up into the betting department and lose more. He's money. my just AFC like, team. Just uh, dude, just get like, out of here. Just like you, just like you said, the Colts lost you money. I know the Saints lost you money last week because Jacksonville <laughs> whooped that ass. So, That's crazy, man. Go ahead and keep putting your money on them Saints, man. It's gonna keep losing you. Uh, but either way, um, so uh, what else do we have here? We got locks. We got locks. I haven't. I have not done well the last two weeks. No, me uh, neither. Bro, every started, time I lock somebody, I st- they lose. <laughs> I started. I started. Uh, started the season. I think four or five and zero. Oh. I have gone zero oh and two the last two weeks. This is why uh, I don't no. put money where my mouth is because I miss on these locks all the time, bro. And I yeah. picked. I picked an easy one last week. And you would think one. I picked Buffalo. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, what happened there? New England. You know what happened? I picked them. Shit <laughs> show. Happened. Yeah. But all right, DeMarco, who's your lock? So my lock this week. <clears throat> my lock this week is going to be funny for your boy over there, Chris. I'm locking the Indianapolis Colts over his eights. <laughs> don't, don't. Hammer it. Lock on Zach. Zach, who you got? Go ahead, Chris. Go put your I money got Atlanta on Atlanta over Tennessee this week. I almost went the opposite. Ooh, really? I almost went the opposite. Now, I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, I think Tennessee is starting uh, Will Levis. There was a rumor about that, that they, they're both of their young quarterbacks are going to some time. They're, start, they're starting Will Levis, yeah. That that could go either way. That I think that's a better I think that's a better start than Malik Willis, but I guess we'll see. But I, I just think because defensively, I don't care what anybody says, I still think Tennessee's got a solid defense. Yeah. Um, and they're still facing Ritter. So now what what does that change with getting rid of Kevin Byard, right? Because now Thank that's, you, that's a right, right. We don't know. We don't know how that's gonna be affected. Yeah. So but that's why I didn't go the opposite oh, of So I do want to say from Titans fans, fans' perspective, they said that Kevin, Kevin Byard has get, been getting outplayed oh, um, by on. his younger counterpart over there uh, this season. No, no, I mean, I'm taking their word for it because of the fact that I, I'm i not going to sit here and act like I've watched every Tennessee Titan game and it's, know everything that they got going on, but they said this season he has been getting outplayed and he was a higher-money contract. So uh, the way that I see it, this works in their favor to get some younger guys some playing time. So I mean, it may be. Losing, he lost his motivation? I mean, he, right. he probably he he, he could have. It just, I think, I mean, I, I'm just I, taking. I'm, I'm like, it's, it's just like Trev said. I'm taking the guy's words for it who watched their team. Yeah, that's yeah. fair. I mean, I, I don't necessarily know, but I also know fans have a bad habit of whenever a guy so gets the Saints, off right? the team, we ain't taking his word. Whenever a guy leaves the team, everybody goes, uh, "Oh, he was never that good anyway." You know, and just act like he wasn't the the star that he was. So, so this right here, I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna I'm gonna call you out on this. Because I have several different apps. I have Sunday ticket. I stay up from from six o'clock in the morning when the London games come on uh, come on all the way until eight o'clock at night until every game goes off. And there's no way in hell that I can watch every single game. You need to stop, man. Like you, you big time trolling. This is just. This so was, I, I got I got I got YouTube TV too, and I would turn my my laptop to it, but I don't want us to get shut off of YouTube. But I got YouTube TV as well. Like I said, I watch every single game, so you got to stop the bullshit. Like, eh, like you've been trolling for too long. Let's get for real here, man. We got a real show. Like, move along, do something, but there ain't no way you're doing that. Like, you can't right. even watch more anyway. than two games right. at once. So. All right, Trev, Trev, who's your lock? <laughs> yeah, my lock tomorrow will be uh, the Baltimore Ravens against the Arizona Cardinals. I mean, it just is what it is. The Cardinals are – not a winning football team this year. And uh last week Lamar looked insane. I mean, he, he threw his hat, he threw his hat fully in the MVP race, and uh he, he's got a good chance. So look for him. Let's to go. Nice he's, locking the, he's locking the Colts with me. Let's go. <laughs> so I'm actually nice. I'm actually with Trev. No offense, uh, Trev. I'm I'm also going the Ravens. Um I mean that, what he said it's Arizona. It's Arizona, whether they get Kyler Murray back or not. Um I don't know if Kyler's playing tomorrow. I know he would practice full time. They activated him yeah. on Friday. So sure. No, no, he's out. Is he? He's um, out. Wait, I mean, they act, they act, they activated him, but he's out. I now, thought he was out the whole year. I don't no, think so. I don't no, think so. No, 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 he's no, he's on the active roster, yep. but he has been out for this week. So he can mm-hmm. he he can and might likely play yeah. uh, next week. 
I, I will say though, and and Jordan kind of says in the comments too. Shout out to Jonathan Ginn, the guy that seemed looking tough when they should be. So I agree, man. Arizona has been in most games when they really shouldn't be. Like that is just a, a bad football team. Uh, but I was going to say credit to Josh Dobbs for for leading the team to this point as well. So I mean, they, I, I don't just want to sit here and crap all over Arizona. They they got enough going on, man. But yeah, I mean, it, it should be easy pickings for Lamar tomorrow. That's that would be my lot. Who, who are the Ravens playing? Ravens playing Arizona. Yeah, I do want to give an honorable side lock, uh, Miami over New England. I was going to go with Miami, but last time I picked over New England, uh, they decided to win. <laughs> yeah, what happened? So I decided I wasn't going to go against Bill Belichick yeah. for the rest of the year because I just can't do it. The next my- time I go against Bill Belichick is when the Colts play New England, and I'm locking it. Yeah. My, my general rule is just avoiding division games because anything can happen. Bro, Jordan, Jordan, I literally, I literally picked Buffalo to beat New England last week, and then New England came out and won at the, in a terrible game. Yeah, so I was like <laughs> ugly all over. Yeah, the so I'm not. I was pissed. I'm not. I'm not locking anybody against New England right now because for some reason you get one day you get this type of Matt Jones, and the next day you get a different one or Mac Jones, whatever the hell his name is. So. And then it looks like uh, Chris is locking the Bengals over the Niners. Over the Niners, that might be a good game. If if, if Burrow and Chase and company are back to how they I should still, be this year, that that might be a good game. I still haven't decided on that game because Burrow says he's as healthy as he's been all year, yeah. and uh, the 49ers they're coming don't off a bye week uh, too. Yeah, they're coming off a bye, and the 49ers don't know if Purdy's going to play or not. So yeah. I've been jumping so back and forth. I'm not sure. I'm not. I, yeah, I think I, I, I would, I would go Cincinnati that that way too, just because I'm not sure about the quarterback play. But granted, this is one of the teams that we've said countless times. It really doesn't matter who plays quarterback. So if Sam Darnold steps in there, they still have a chance to win. Who's that, Dave? Who who's the tough lock? <clears throat> um, way, I mean, that, yeah, that yeah, yeah, Chris. I've seen Purdy's been cleared, but they haven't said if he's going to play or not. Yeah. Who's that, that backup? Sam Darnold. Sam Darnold. Backup is Sam Darnold. I think Which we, we we saw him play well last it's, year in spots. It's, so. it's oh a, yeah, it's a, yeah, yeah. It's a Kyle Shanahan system, so yeah. I don't, it question, I don't question any quarterback yeah. in that system unless Purdy's, your name's Trey Lance. They done said Purdy's. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, man. Uh, what is it? Oh, I didn't, I haven't seen that he was playing just yet. I thought it was questionable, yeah, so I haven't seen that just start. yet. Oh, they just said. Yeah, they said like seven thirty that he was going to start the game. Oh, thanks for letting me know because now oh. I need to go. I need to go put him back in on fantasy then. <laughs> I had in his league today. I had. I didn't know. <laughs> um, I checked, but yeah, um, on yeah. I'm still going Cincinnati over uh, San Francisco. Hey, don't change your picks, man. Oh, I'm not. I still have Atlanta over Tennessee. Oh, you know what? I'm actually going to keep Jimmy G in because Jimmy G is playing Detroit, and they lit up a lot of passing yards. Oh, oh, that's what I was about to say. I was about to say uh, um, Nick Mullins um, yeah. and another one of those guys. I want to say Kyle Shanahan is like is like 24 and like 38 or something like that with QBs not named Brock Purdy or Jimmy G. So not every quarterback fits in that system. <laughs> when it works, it works. Brock Purdy oh, oh. and his Avengers. <laughs> you ain't lying. For real. Like, you give anybody else that, that's a championship formula. Yeah. 
Yeah. You have <laughs> any other takeaways from uh, from Cleveland or Indy game or, or this coming week with uh, Indy yeah. versus New Orleans? I'll be this honest. I'll be honest just because I'm going to talk to talk just to hear myself for a little bit. Um, to me, like this is, in my opinion, it's not about on the field. It's truly coaching because I feel like when we've won, Shane's been in a master class, excluding the Browns. Even when we've but, lost. The only right. game where I don't think he was was Jacksonville right. the second yeah. time. But I do respect Dennis Allen because, like, mentally he's a very good – he has a very good defensive mind because, you know, like, whether we like it or not, New Orleans, they somehow always make their defense better than what it is. Like, it's always better than the sum of his parts. So, like, it wouldn't shock me to see Dennis Allen and whoever the heck the defensive coordinator is in New Orleans, Bum Phillips, whoever whoever it is, um, come out and give Shane a, a different look. So, to me, this game is um, – um, it'll be won and lost simply based on coaching because yeah. I believe, you know, the Col- the Colts will execute offensively and defensively – Colts should be fine. But offensively for me, it is all about um, how Shane can get creative. So we've already seen that, creative. So and th- that right. th- this is what it came down to for me as well is that I believe our defense smokes their offense. I, I really do. Uh, I don't trust in car at all. So I, I'm a hundred percent I think our, our defense rolls there. We do have a matchup. Our offense versus their defense. They have a good defense. They have a good defensive scheme, good defensive coach, good defensive players. And uh, Chris is right early. Like I said, he, they haven't let up a hundred yard rusher. Like they've played well against the run. So that's where the the pinnacle of this matchup is to me, and and really a bar setting matchup for us. But have they seen a them? Uh, no, they haven't. They haven't seen a team like right. us or, or a running back like Jonathan Taylor. They haven't. An offense, just an offensive like ours. Have they seen? Because yeah. we're not the they traditional not. offense. Right. They have not. They have not. But that that's and that's why I say this is the the bar setting matchup for us because Damon locks do, the Cardinals. <laughs> that's insane. <laughs> if we can do what we want, I mean uh, the Baltimore Ravens losing, okay, to, that, or winning versus the Cardinals. My bad. That makes more sense. But yeah, as I was saying, if we can do what we want to the Saints defense, then we're rolling. Like we're really good because this defense is designed to stop the run and stop teams like us. But they haven't seen a team like us, so that that's why I'm confident that we, we'll be able to win. But if we can just do what we want, like we did last week against the Browns, that really shows you where we're at as a team. So, bro, so yeah, they they may not have let up a hundred yard rusher, but we are definitely rushing. It is 124 yard rushing yards per game. Yeah, this we're year we yard. we faced top two rushing right. defenses in the NFL already. We're going to get our yards. It's we, when we get our we, yards, can we break off the long runs to open we, up the pass? We smoked Tennessee. Tennessee, yeah. Tennessee's rushing defense hadn't let up a 100-yard rusher, I believe in like two seasons up until we and played them. Hey, up Chris, until we, we don't run them. just one zone scheme on offense, bro. We run everything. Zone, man, <laughs> counters, powers. I thought you, I like, thought you watched every game. I thought you watched all yeah, these football games, bro. Attention. Don't be a dummy. It's, it's just on, bait, man. bro. It's just bait. I ain't, I ain't even biting into that. Um, but either way, uh, it still don't matter. I could care less about the whole 100-yard rusher thing, the good defense thing, whatever you want to call it or whatever. Jonathan Taylor can go for 70, and guess what? Zach Moss can go for 70 as well. So you give up 140 yards on the ground. So I could care less. 
I, I, I could care less about whatever we sit here and want to rank their defense at. The problem is their car is still a turnover machine. He's not playing well with that offense. Yes, they got 10 days to sit here and plan and whatnot. But, I mean, you could call it what you want to. I mean, we, we've played against Derek Carr for the last five years in a row. It's almost like he's a division rival. So it's not like we don't know Derek Carr. Six. Um, six. Yeah, six Gus years Bradley, in a row. So, Gus Bradley has a personal um, relationship with him. Exactly. So so at the end of the day, um, this is two teams that, that they, don't, they don't play consistently. So you can see it go one way or another. But I just – I just know for a fact that we've seen Derek Carr enough times to know what he's capable of. And then you look at some of the weapons, Michael Thomas not feeling too well. Chris Olave, like I said, I, I don't – he's not scaring me. Um, uh, Taysom Hill, they can kind of try and confuse you a little bit. And then Derek Carr. I mean, Derek Carr is going to be the guy that's going to sit there and give you the turnovers. And then obviously they have Alvin Kamara. Um, Alvin Kamara is going to be the guy that we really got to watch for. And then they do have Jamal Williams, who do got a little bit of beef with Zaire Franklin. So who knows? Them two might be chippy like two seconds into the game. So we'll see how that goes. But at the end of the day, we can sit here and try and call it what you want to. We don't have to have a 100-yard rusher. Um, um, We don't have to try and make this a one-sided game. Like you need to come ready to play, and you're you're not inside of the dome. You're on the road. And so – just one of those things like you got to be ready to play for for a full for a full 60 minutes and, or a full uh three hours and see how it goes for you but I, I just don't i don't see anything that i'm too worried about on the saints team and their best pass rusher um and, cameron jordan uh, yeah cam cameron jordan, jordan he not him his regular pro bowl all pro self this season so father I'm time's just, undefeated I, exactly. So I'm just I'm just not too worried about anything about this Saints team. And this is almost the same way I felt about when we played the Tennessee Titans. This is one of those games where you need to just come and play physical. And this is a game that I feel like yeah. we should win. So yeah, agreed. Really it, the the biggest way, the biggest threat to the Colts tomorrow is if we do the same thing that we did against Jacksonville, where we almost outsmart ourselves or outplay ourselves before the game even starts. If we go in with a bad plan like that and start turning the ball over, then we're in trouble. But uh, I just I, I don't see that happening. And it, also, if you just look at the most recent form of these two teams, our our game last week against the Browns and uh, the Saints game last week against the Jags, it's two very different ends of the spectrum, man. So if we come in still riding that high and, and wanted to get a win this time, obviously what happened happened against Cleveland, but the team played well. So if we continue that form and the Saints continue the form they showed last week of arguing with each other and fighting on the sideline and just not having a good time playing a, playing a sport for money. Uh, yeah. I think, I think this could get ugly quick. That's my hope anyways. I think the thing is you can't look for any team to be what they were last week. Yeah. I think that's the trend that has been showing uh, this past. Nobody's so, been consistent. so if we sit here and think about it, you can think about the saints. They're not as talented as the Jacksonville Jaguars team we face on offense. But they're also not as talented as the, uh, the the Cleveland Browns defense that we faced. So if you look at them as about right in the middle and how you need to game plan for this team, as long as we make sure we game plan for them correctly, and um, I'll steal this from Rick Venturi and say we need to plan for the Cam Jordan that might come ready to play. Yeah, yeah I mean, that's, and, that's- and for the Marshawn Lattimore that will come ready to play, and then we'd come out with the, with the, with the best game plan for it. And we just can't look at this team the same way that we saw the Rams. But at the end of the day, I'm a fan. I don't have to go out and play. I'm not a coach. I don't have to go out and coach. So as long as they come in ready, just like Trev said, don't overthink it. Don't overcoach it. 
you know, know what you have to do, know who your game your game breakers are. And this is a game that I still think that we should have. And and that's a good point too, just about the the veteran players they have. You talk about Cam Jordan, you talk about Tyron Matthew, Demario Davis. If it, I, I love that quote that you just put out because if you prepare for them as if they're still in their prime, then you should be fine. But if you go in thinking, oh, Cam Jordan's what, 34, 35, something like that, right? Uh, up there, we don't have to worry about him. And then you don't prepare properly for him, he can wreck your game. So, like, you still have to treat these guys with the respect they've earned as all pro players. But exactly. just know, like, that all pro player might not show up tomorrow. But as long as you're prepared for it, you should be fine. So, that, that's actually, I, I love that quote. Just Indianapolis, yeah. don't be yourselves. Just play your game. Yeah. That's all it is. That's all it is. Play your game. You'll be fine. Yeah, exactly. And so, just like Trev said, I think I think we did that exact game plan last week. It just didn't work out because Miles Garrett is is a prime Miles Garrett. It worked with Zedaria Smith. It worked with Denzel Ward. Um, yeah. just, we beat we everybody just, else. Just we just didn't have enough of Miles Garrett. So, um, I think that needs to be our game plan to come in and um, you know to beat to beat a team that you know is pretty much in the same position as we are. Yeah. So, except they don't have a Miles Garrett, so I'm not as worried about them. So that's exactly my point. That's that's where I'm at with it as a fan. I don't want to sound like a casual, like oh yeah, it's not this, yeah. this, and that, because I obviously thought that was something that we could have got away with against the Rams, and look how that worked out. Yeah. So, yeah. So yeah, well, yeah. You, you'll never hear us on this show. Well, you might hear me because I talk a lot of shit, but you won't hear us just going. Oh, we're just gonna roll into just sixty-two to, to zero and just roll all over them. You got to come every game prepared. Otherwise, you end up embarrassed. But uh, th- this is a game that I do feel good about winning tomorrow. Absolutely. Jordan says, take Cam, for example. We're game planning for him because Blake will probably be seeing him. Steichen has shown he preps the hell out of this team. Yeah, man. I, I mean, just the level and preparation between last year and this year is night and day. And it's beautiful to see. Yeah, Miles Garrett is one guy. But he's playing at defensive player of the year caliber only. <laughs> Tell me you haven't watched the Browns without telling me you haven't watched the Browns, right, dog. Right, right, Zach, right, right, Zach, right, right, right. Zach, it don't it don't even matter because if 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 that's all he really thinks, I mean, you can if if anybody out here in the world would sit here and look at the the two defenses and say the Saints have a better defense than the Browns, then Bro, I mean, I, I don't man. know. Like, we yeah, we did we're, we're gonna have to agree to disagree, Chris. Well, I, I'll leave. Yeah, you there, bro. exactly. I, I, we'll, we'll, gonna, we'll see. We'll see if you come back next week, bro. I'm just not gonna keep talking to this guy because nah, he's just yeah. he's just rambling and he's being it's a homer and he has no idea we, what he's talking about. You know, we, we gave you the so, attention you wanted today. I hope you enjoyed it, bro. I hope you enjoyed the show. But we, we're gonna his name? save it because when we win tomorrow, oh, we'll already, oh, oh no, I already, I already took a picture of all of his comments. His Absolutely. his 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 ten comments that he had to put up in a row. I took pictures of it. Absolutely. Go ahead and at me, homie. Hey, I'm I'm a troll too. I just kept it respectful (laughs) for the show. But you, but you keep going. So best believe the Titans fans have to hear. It's coming. Best believe you will next. So oh, it's gonna happen. It's all good. It's all good. You better on 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 real on real stuff. Hope New Orleans wins. On real stuff, the the reason why this team is so much more prepped is what they do on Wednesdays. So I don't know if y'all heard, but Wednesdays they do double meetings they don't just have the one meeting that they used to have under frank so they do two meetings on wednesday i believe they do one in the morning and then they do one in the afternoon i like so it. they're literally getting more preparation by being in the meeting rooms I kenny kenny, so. kenny moore said it in his interview this week dude like I said, we're we're coached by Stike and we're not coached by right 
I mean, yeah. I mean, I feel like I feel like that should be a damn near Bible verse that I like. It, <laughs> you can get that. Moment. And I, th- I think it's such a huge point too. Like Steichen fits this team so well because we've always been good about, and Ballard has always been good about getting good locker room guys, good leaders like Kenny Moore that you brought up that are really good about holding themselves and others accountable. And now we have a coach that reflects that because what Reich would always do is just kind of like show like that. It was not the same level of accountability. All right. And and he's a good dude. No, he's a good person. But just as far as coaching football, he did not hold players or the team accountable. It was like, oh, we're just going to get 1% better. And that's not, that's not the accountability you want. Steichen holds he that accountability. After like two fumble game. Yeah. He, he saw game. it and he was like, yeah, get out of here. Yeah. Get out of here. Don't need you. <laughs> So yeah, I just I, I love that, and we we say it every week, just how great the accountability and the preparation has been. But I don't know if I'll ever stop saying it, man. Shane Steigen has been exactly what this team needs. That's facts. That's facts. I mean, I think it's something big that we can see that this team comes out ready to 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 play and prepare each and every week. Um, and I think obviously, like we've called it out, it hasn't been it been perfect every game. I want to say um, against the Rams. Um, might have been one other game. I can't remember off the top of my head, but one other game that we called it out where Steichen has been out coached, and we've called it out. I mean, he's exactly. still a rookie head coach. Um, exactly, yeah. So he, I, I will say we out. We said he out coached himself that week, but yeah, yeah. We, we've been all for calling him out. He's a rookie head coach, so it's just one of those things um, that you know we stay on top of, and, and we just like him to keep growing and learning. And I think each and every week he showed us something different. So yeah. even if it was the week where we said he outcoached himself, it was still him trying to be the better team rather than being reactionary, which I hated seeing from us, yeah. Frank, because each and every week we look soft. I hated that each and every week we look like we were waiting for somebody to punch us in the mouth and see if we would stand up to the bully or not. Like Even I'm when glad we to are see reactionary. It's a different attitude with it because it's a reactionary and we've learned rather than it's a reactionary and we repeat the same mistakes. If that makes sense. Facts. That's facts. Dave speaks yep. volumes. Kevin, great comment, bro. Only team this year to score 20 points in every ge- 20 or more in every game. Yeah. hundred percent, man. We, we just saw this uh, recently actually. And we're the first team or the, the last team, sorry, still holding that. So <coughs> that's night and day from the, the offense of last year. Yep. So that's all that's all we can uh look forward to there. We'll keep moving along, keep chugging along. Um I think it I think it's great to have Shane. I can't wait to get to um some of the stuff in the bye weeks. I'd like for us to all personally, you know, uh, I guess we can try and grade, you know, whether our, our yeah. offense or defense or coaching special teams and stuff like that. Just give a grade to it and see what we expect. Just like how I brought up the Rodney Thomas comment. Um, I think that'd be really good for us to do to kind of see, because um, obviously we all had lesser expect expectations from what we have seen so far. Um, last year we went from historically bad to <laughs> – one of the best in the league, at least on offense, and seeing our defense get back to form side, so I think that'd be something pretty dope to get back to. Yeah. Um, the, fa- the foundation is there. Dope. The foundation is there to be a great team. We just have to keep yeah. building and keep developing these guys get, that we have. Get our quarterback back, keep building yeah. guys, adding talent. Um, I think that's something that we all can't look forward to. Can't wait to look forward to. Y'all want to uh, see about some uh, – Score predictions for tomorrow. I'm sure Zach's got a big one. 
Oh yeah, his uh his dad was already in there rocking with me. I think he I had 31, 31 20. 31 60. to 20 over the uh Saint uh, New Orleans Saint dummies. 60, 62 to nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Uh I like that prediction. I like that one. I like that one. Zach, where are you going with it? Um well, because I don't want to be a dummy. Um I actually think it's going to be like 35-14. I was going to say pick like 55-0, but uh, that, nah, nah, I'll give him 14 points. It'll be garbage time, but uh, like like 35-14 and the 14 points, it might be a game early, but I think after halftime, Saints will be too think, busy fighting one another, it, yelling at one another. I think if it does if it does come down to it and it's like the 45-14, I think one of those seven points comes in garbage time. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. I think, yeah, I, my, my final score prediction would be like 31-21. So I think we win this game by more than one touchdown. Uh, I, I have us at a 10-point victory. Uh, I, was but I, do, I don't really think it's 62 nothing. <laughs> just so you all know. I do agree. They'll, they'll probably get a garbage time touchdown. I, I see us controlling most of this game if, as long as we can get that run game going. And like we said earlier, that's that's the matchup that we need to look out for is our run game versus their run defense. But yeah, I have us 31-20. I think we score well, uh, and I think we run away with it, and then they get some garbage time points at the end. I think it's 34-17. That's my real prediction. I like it. All right, and that's for me. My prediction is 24-17. to that's my prediction there for Saints and versus Colts. Ending ending on an incomplete pass in the end zone. <laughs> I could see that too, yeah. I, I think they have a hard time moving the ball against us I, other than Kamara. I, I, I hope not because then the ref might feel uh, disjointed to throw a flag for pass interference. Yeah. yeah, that's true. That's true. And then we just get another gut-wrenching nightmare like last, last week. Sorry. Yeah, I think I got like JT scoring like a one minute and eighteen uh, a touchdown with one minute and eighteen seconds left, leaving it at twenty four seventeen, and then Saints just uh, can't move the ball. Well, I just, wouldn't be mad. I wouldn't be mad just to break Saints' hearts and just win it on a knockoff field goal and be like, well, just, "Yeah, we paid it. We paid a kicker twenty two million." Just remember, our, our good friend David in the comments earlier asked if the Colts could win handily, so we don't have to have a heart attack every week. So preferably, we don't we don't have to wait until a minute left in the game to go up, right? Hey, yeah, a blowout is always nice. Don't get <laughs> yeah. me wrong. Don't get me wrong. All right. So man. some comments there, checking there. Hey, but first off, uh, shout out to ZTV. Shout out to everybody, all 31 viewers who came in through tonight. Um, shout out to everybody who came in here tonight, even Chris Lundy, even though he wanted to act a fool. It's all um, good. Shout out it's to Jordan Kibbe, who's still commenting through. Shout out to uh, Zach's dad, Cecil, who's still in the comments all the way through for the show. Uh, appreciate appreciate everybody man. who's came in. Um, please like, comment, share, subscribe. We are on all platforms, including uh, uh, Spotify and Apple uh, Podcast. Hey, don't um, don't forget to on YouTube. Don't forget to uh, follow us on ZTVonline.com. Uh, go to the NDTV section. We're right under there, kicking with the crew. Uh, don't forget that this episode will be reran on on Friday. Uh, they do a giveaway on Friday night, so they'll run us, and then right after that, they do a giveaway. So make sure yeah. to check that out on Fridays. 
Yeah, they, they do a lot of really cool stuff over on ZTV. So if you guys have been following Kicking with the Crew for a while, make sure you head over there and check check them out. Just check out everything that they have a, a Pacers podcast. If you're big basketball fans, they have a lot of Cincinnati material. They also do just regular news, weather, the whole nine yards. So especially if, if you're in the Midwest area, definitely check out ZTV. It's a, a growing TV station online, and we're super proud to be a part of it, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And appreciate everybody coming out. Again, it is always go Colts. Go Colts, baby. Second down, he fakes the Taylor. Fires over the middle, completes. Pittman. Pittman.